Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. So it's important to highlight that not all women with PMDD will experience worsening symptoms during menopause. But what it does mean is that these hormonal changes affect every woman entirely differently, individual experiences, and some women might find that their PMDD symptoms lessen or disappear entirely after menopause. Welcome back to another episode of the Menopause Coach Podcast. I'm jumping straight into this week's one with a huge celebration for us all and sharing with you that we have officially been ranked as number 11, number 11 in this whole big, beautiful entire world for menopause, health and happiness. How amazing is this? We are in the top 11 in the entire world. I just can't get my head around it. It's crazy. And that's where you have played a huge part in this by listening to all of the episodes. So thank you for helping all of this information that we share reach more and more women and people around the world. It's so cool, honestly, still absolutely buzzing. So I wanted to just jump on to this one and celebrate that before we go into this episode on PMDD and menopause. So today we are going inside a space that so many women struggle with and never have the guidance to navigate properly. Okay, one disclaimer for this topic today, I do not have PMDD and I am not a medical doctor. All of the information that I'm bringing to the space for you today is carefully curated, reviewed, researched, pulled together for informative purposes only. If you are struggling with PMDD and not getting the help that you deserve, then please take what you learn from today's episode and let it be your knowledge base to spark with your inner being of I need help or inner being of I want help. Yeah, two different things, but equally you deserve both. So let that spark that inside of you and help it to encourage conversations and communication with your medical providers for better care. So PMDD and menopause, a topic that affects millions of women around the world, yet so many women are struggling through this time in their lives without answers, without support, without solutions to help them with hormone health and happiness. We need it all. So before we delve into the connection between PMDD and menopause, let's first understand what PMDD actually is. PMDD stands for premenstrual, there's your PM, dysphoric disorder. So premenstrual dysphoric disorder, a condition that affects women, some women, not all, during their menstrual cycle and is classed as a severe form of premenstrual syndrome. So for those of you familiar with the shorthand for that is PMS. Now PMDD affects around 3 to 8% it's quite quite a range but it's still a decent amount of women but 3 to 8% of menstruating women and it's important to note that PMDD is not the same as PMS 
which is a milder form of discomfort before menstruation, both of which do bring on severe symptoms for many women. And it's not something that we just have to sit back and say, yeah, I've got this thing and I just have to deal with it. Okay, that's not what this is about. What we have to be able to do with this is understand where we can then seek some further support to alleviate some of that pressure, that pain and that discomfort. So if either you are suffering already and you know that you have PMDD or PMS, then being aware that those two different aspects of this severity, you know, we're kind of like not saying that at the opposite ends of the scale of each other, but PMDD being a bit more of a severe impact and condition that affects around three to eight percent of menstruating individuals. So the exact cause of PMDD is still unknown, but it is believed to be related to the hormonal changes that occur during the menstrual cycle. For those of you that have been present with us for a while, hello, how are you? You will already be familiar with us having covered the changes that happen in the menstrual cycle and to our female sex hormones during that time as they start to go through this kind of roller coaster of events throughout pre-menopause, perimenopause and into post-menopause. So do go ahead and re-familiarize yourself with those episodes if you aren't already. And if you haven't already listened to them, you're going to benefit from definitely having a listen to our hormonal related episodes. We have many. So the exact cause is unknown. We don't know why it happens, but the symptoms typically begin one to two weeks before menstruation and they normally subside or start to get a little bit better shortly after our bleed, our period begins and that menstruation starts. PMDD is characterized by severe physical, emotional and psychological symptoms that occur in the days leading up to our menstruation or our bleed period. These symptoms for many women can be so debilitating, significantly impacting on quality of life. And we just should not be expected to just accept that that is part and parcel of having a period. You know, we shouldn't have to put up with it. We shouldn't have to survive through it. We shouldn't have to grin and bear it. And that happens every single month for so many of you sisters out there. And I just want to send you the biggest virtual hug right now if you are one of these women that have shown up to listen to this episode because PMDD is something that you are struggling through. So let's cover some of the common symptoms for those of us listening to this that PMDD is not something that you have been familiar with or heard of previously. Some of the symptoms can include, and these are not an exhaustive list of symptoms, but they are the more severe ones that we hear more often. So mood swings, we might find that we have changes in our moods, we might become very rage-like, we might become very irritable, and we might just feel very low in ourselves. So mood changes, mood swings can be something that many women face as part of their PMDD journey. Um, irritability, like I say, is one that again can be quite an ongoing piece that we find that we have a couple of weeks in the month that we feel amazing and a couple of weeks that we just do not. That can bring on a lot of other things like anxiety. Yeah, that low mood anxiety, for some a slight form of depression and fatigue. Yeah, a lot of fatigue, tiredness, We may find that some of these women have changes in appetite. So again, when we say changes, it can mean anything really from absolutely feeling like you're ravenous consistently and constantly, never feeling satiated in the foods that you are eating. Or the opposite being true is that actually appetite can completely go. One of the other ones, again, linked in then with some anxiety, irritability, fatigue or tiredness 
can be sleep disturbances. A lot of women report through PMDD that they are just not sleeping well at all. We can have vivid dreams, we can have really disrupted ability to fall asleep or to stay asleep. And we can have a lot of physical discomfort. So bloating, breast tenderness, and then just a lot of cramping and pain that can exist not just within the womb and the uterus area, as we would always link menstrual bleeds and period pains with. It can go down the legs, it can go down the arms, in the neck, down the back. Lots of discomfort around the body. So pain, physical and emotionally, is something that we need to be aware of. Now, some of this as well, we have to be very aware of and note that we're made to believe it's just something we have to deal with as women every month. And having our cycle or our period is just something we need to put up with if it's painful, sore, heavy, you know, really discomforting and changes a lot of our emotional and physical well-being. But it's so important that you and I, us and we, all know that this isn't the case and more women are facing hormonal challenges without adequate support or guidance for help right now than ever. And it's about time that we had somewhere to come, to share, to communicate, to be in community with one another and help one another where that help is just not available. So the purpose of today's episode is to raise that awareness, to heighten that awareness and to ask that you share this episode with one other person in your life. It does not matter if they are someone who you already know is struggling or suffering with anything we talk about today. Regardless of that, let's share this episode out because if we can help one more person and they then help one more person, the ripple effect of that help that grows around this world is just incredible. And we can certainly be helping just by having one person listen to this. We can change so many people's health and well-being and happiness. That's what this is all about. So let's explore how PMDD is influenced by changing hormonal levels in women, particularly during menopause. Now, menopause, we know, is a natural biological process that marks the end of us as females, our women's reproductive years. Now, during menopause, we have those varying stages. So we have perimenopause, we have menopause as our one day, and we have then postmenopause as the stage that we enter into after we have not been bleeding for 12 consecutive months and a day. Next again day is postmenopausal life forevermore. And during menopause, our women's ovaries, our, our, our sexual hormones and our organs change, gradually producing less estrogen, gradually producing less progesterone, and for some women, our other sex hormone, testosterone. So being aware of all of this, when we're losing a lot of those hormones over our perimenopause years, a lot of women can feel less than, so less energized, less confident, less motivated, less themselves. And you've not done anything wrong if you're feeling less than right now. Your body is going through these vast changes and it can be a bolt out of the blue for many of us around this beautiful world that you are listening to right now. We are super connected and it's beautiful that we have the ability to do this each week together. Now, without any awareness and support, it can then feel very vulnerable in trying to navigate these changes that our body is going through. And the hormonal fluctuations experienced during perimenopause, so that transitional phase before menopause, which can last around 10 years for some, less for some, more for others, 
And during menopause itself can just worsen the symptoms of PMDD or trigger similar symptoms in women who didn't previously experience them. As estrogen and progesterone levels start to decline during our perimenopause, it can lead to these imbalances in brain chemicals called neurotransmitters. And these play a crucial role in regulating mood and emotions. And a large part of our endocrine system, which controls everything really, it's like our our orchestra in there, the endocrine system inside our brain, there's a part, a big part of it in there. And this is where the amygdala inside the brain is responsible for processing emotions. Okay, it affects learning and memory. And also where the hypothalamus in the brain is also involved in regulating body temperature, water levels, and even our key behavioral processes. So when our hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, particularly estrogen levels are declining like they do in perimenopause, our brain's estrogen receptors are not getting the same levels of estrogen needed to function, thrive and to basically survive in this space and feel very empowered, energized, confident, motivated. We start to feel the onset of both physical and psychological changes and challenges during this time. I mean, the brain is incredible, right? Like whenever I think about it, I get massive amounts of excitement and then massive amounts of how can we even begin to understand the power of the brain, right? And just as a side note, I honestly find it so fascinating that as I prepare to start my own master's in psychology and human behavior this September at university, a concept that both excites me and scares the absolute life from me by returning to university after many moons. I mean, we're not just talking a few, we're talking many moons from my last university student experience. I'm excited because this is a subject that I care a lot about and the amount of access to research and study that I will have is going to be amazing for us in this space, for you with everything I can share and for me as a really passionate menopause educator and support coach. But I'm also scared. I'm scared because everything has changed in university since I was last there. So stepping well and truly outside the comfort zone to explore this phase of my own life and maybe it's the midlife vibrancy yeah it's like I don't see this as a midlife crisis but for me it's like finding ourselves again stepping up in our level of self and emotional intelligence is exciting but it's not a midlife crisis when we start to think about there's always something I've wanted to do be or experience so rather than it being a crisis let's look at it as a midlife opportunity it's a midlife vibrancy that we get to change, we get to do, we get to be. So the brain is incredible. It really, really is. And I could talk about it forever with questions I have, with research I've read, with things that you hear, with facts that we know. So the brain itself is, and our human brain itself contains something like, again, don't quote me on this, but it's something like 86 billion specialized nerve cells. Can you even imagine what 86 billion cells looks like? And these are known as our neurons and they fire chemical and electrical impulses to allow communication between the body to happen. And it literally, quite literally, the brain is our control center for our entire being, our entire physical, emotional, all of our body. Okay, in its physical form and and in its soul and spiritual form. 
And these neurons are the building blocks of the brain. They connect to form complex pathways. It's incredible synapses through the brain and the central nervous system. And they create this mass communication system. It's just incredible. We cover this because when hormones start to change and they change in various situations and ways, not just in perimenopause and menopause, they can change due to other things like chronic stress, okay, grief, extreme sports, low body weight, obesity. There's many different reasons that our hormones and our endocrine system will be thrown out of balance. And many, many reasons when we focus on the changes that occur in perimenopause that our endocrine system then struggles with that. So it's important to highlight that not all women with PMDD will experience worsening symptoms during menopause. But what it does mean is that these hormonal changes affect every woman entirely differently, individual experiences, and some women might find that their PMDD symptoms lessen or disappear entirely after menopause due to a bit more of a what we would say is a stabilization of the hormone fluctuation levels. Okay, if you're no longer having a bleed, your hormones are no longer fluctuating, therefore you may experience that your PMDD feels a little less in terms of symptoms or completely disappears altogether. And if you've gone decades with that being something you've struggled with, then again, let's look at this as an opportunity rather than a horrendous time of life. Yeah. So when we think about this, it's the stabilization out of those hormones that we really want to try and get. Yeah. However, we'd fully appreciate that for other women, the symptoms might persist or even become worse when we enter into menopause. Because again, that perimenopause stage being that complete roller coaster ride of fluctuating estrogen and progesterone and for some women, testosterone hormones. So it's important that if you suspect that you may have PMDD from anything we've touched on today, I would encourage you to go and do your own reading for sure. Ask the questions and speak to the people and get all the answers that you need. It's so essential that you then consult with a healthcare professional who can help you navigate your symptoms and provide appropriate support. Okay, They may recommend various treatment options and these can include lifestyle enhancements and changes, hormone therapy, and even psychological therapies such as meditation. This can really help. You may even need to look at medication options for your PMDD as well. So when we look at this through a perimenopause or a menopause lens, it's important to know that healthcare providers may also explore additional treatment options that can be tailored to managing both of your PMDD and your menopausal symptoms that are associated together. And these treatments might include hormone replacement therapy or HRT for short or other hormone balancing interventions. Okay, and there's many of those out there that we get to look at and explore on a very individualized basis. This is not about saying do one, two, three and four and you're going to feel a hell of a lot better. You are a beautiful individual and with that we celebrate you. So as with any health condition, one of my biggest top pieces of guidance, it's not a tip, it's not anything, it's not a tidbit, this is a big piece of guidance, is about appreciating that self-care plays a vital role in managing PMDD and in managing menopause, either collectively or separately. Okay, engaging in stress-reducing activities such as regular movement, 
That's why one of my biggest non-negotiables is Steps for Health when I work with any of my clients, whether those ladies are here to get help with their menopause journey, whether the ladies are here to get help with really helping their confidence through positive psychology practices that we do together, whether they're a breathwork client or whether they are one of our business ladies inside our business mastermind, the success circle, we work with you deeply to look at how can we build in these non-negotiables to reduce stress. We look at things that you can practice within relaxation techniques like breathing, I've touched upon that, meditation, affirmation practices, maintaining a healthy diet and nutritional guidance. Yeah, and getting enough sleep. This is a big one. All of these contribute to overall well-being during this transitional phase, but also for helping your body to thrive during this time. So it's also crucial to be so open with your communication and seek support from those that you love, that love you, and absolutely mentioning as well the community aspect of being together with those who can answer your questions, being in community with those that understand what you're experiencing and going through with similar experiences. So remembering that you're not alone, there are resources available to you to navigate these hormonal changes. I myself have multiple resources available to you. You just have to reach out, make contact either through social media or you can jump inside my emails, adele at adelejohnstoncoaching.com and I'm so there for you. Okay, so it's really important to note that these facts provide a general understanding of PMDD and of menopause, but your journey and everyone else's journey or experience will vary from one to one. And if you suspect that you have PMDD or experience severe premenstrual symptoms, you must consult a healthcare professional, okay, for an accurate diagnosis and to get your personalized care plan in place. It's really important. You do not just need to accept that two weeks in every month, you feel less than yourself. You feel isolated potentially because you are dealing with anxiety flare-ups. You are in chronic pain. You are bloated. You are sore. You are experiencing things that just do not feel right for you and your body each month. And remember, if you suspect you have PMDD or you are experiencing troublesome menopausal symptoms, you can reach out to a specialist, a menopause support or medical provider who can guide you through this journey and help you find the most suitable management strategies. Okay, it's about what's going to work right for you rather than just a bog standard, take this thing or do that. So I want to thank you for listening today to the Menopause Coach Podcast. Okay, I absolutely appreciate you for being here, for showing up for yourself, for showing up for those that you love and, and appreciate and, and respect yourself. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please do go ahead, make sure you share it with someone else. Make sure that if you aren't already subscribed, you are doing that. And we are having way more beautiful, enlightening discussions week on week on various women's health topics. And until next time, I just want to leave you with this. Knowing that you are not alone is the biggest positive in all of this. Knowing that there are other women out there experiencing what you are experiencing. And sometimes it's just about having someone you can reach out to and say, I need to know I'm not alone. And you have that in our community. Okay, we have lots of very exciting pipeline projects for you that are going to help with all of this. So never feel isolated. Always feel supported 
I am here, my team are here, we are here collectively. So until next time, be healthy, be vibrant AF, and hopefully now way more empowered to make your own decisions and choices for your own body and your own body's wants and needs. Thank you for listening. It has been a pleasure. Are you ready to make a difference in the menopause support space? The Menopause Support Coach Certification is your opportunity to become a trusted and highly knowledgeable menopause coach. If you're passionate about empowering women, providing support and fostering a deeper understanding of menopause, this certification is tailor-made for you. Join the growing community of dedicated professionals who are making a real impact on women's lives. With the Menopause Support Coach Certification, you will gain an in-depth knowledge of menopause, its physical and emotional aspects, and the challenges that women face during this time. You'll learn evidence-based strategies to help women manage symptoms, to navigate hormonal changes, and to embrace this new chapter with confidence in their lives. Our comprehensive, fully certified, double accredited and double menopause doctor endorsed 12-week fully online certification covers a wide range of topics, including the endocrine system and female sex hormones, hormone replacement therapy, nutrition, exercise, stress management, complementary therapies for non-HRT, and the latest research in menopause healthcare. You'll also acquire essential coaching skills to support women on their unique menopause journeys. As a certified menopause support coach, you'll have the tools to create personalized action plans, provide one-to-one coaching and facilitate group support. Go ahead and visit our website in the show notes to learn more and secure your spot in our next certification cohort. Do you want to be part of the strongest menopause support coach community, empowering women worldwide to embrace the beauty and vibrancy of opportunities to live their best lives? Together, we're making menopause mainstream and you're invited to be part of the next intake of the menopause support coach certification i truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you i ask only one thing to help keep these episodes coming please subscribe and share with another in your life that's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power because together we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.